what's up listeners welcome to another episode of wow i can talk now the podcast in this episode we're going to close the series with the jays and the yanks and i'm going to share with you some news that just broke around the making of this podcast and why you should care about it and the start of the series of the rangers and why that's important but also the leafs uh they just had a two big games and they're integral to the leafs and i'll tell you a bit more about that and also a little bit about the Raptors. Not too much, but, you know, just because we have to talk about them. With the Jays, the second game was uh, unfortunately a loss to the Yanks, but they had to get one. The big uh, moments with that, though, is that game is uh, Randall Gritchick getting a home run like that. Uh, and Vladdy also getting a home run. It was really sick. Um, Al- uh, Alejandro Kirk, um, smart at bats, um, proving that he can be in the lineup and... Pro- proving that Danny Jansen has to work for the starting catcher's job. Um, and I also noticed a little goose egg on one of the Blue Jays' uh, coaches' uh, head, and I'm like, oh, hope that's just from a batting practice accident. I've had a few of those back in my day. Uh, anyway, overall great outfield communication, and overall the Jays took a mature approach uh, to the series, um, but they just got to work on their game and keep practicing. Safe pandemic practices going on to Texas. All right, so as of 3.35 on April 6th, this is breaking just now, Rufnet Odor has been traded to the New York Yankees, and he had hit 30 home runs on three occasions. Um, but I think um, the reason the Rangers have traded him is because of the struggles uh, at the plate, and he didn't make the Rangers out of camp. This is from Jeff Passan. And so I understand that uh, him struggling at the plate is definitely a concern, but with the Yankees lineup, they have Aaron Judge. They have Brett Gardner who can still hit. They have young guys that can hit that like they're, they're pretty stacked with their big guys. So they just need some supplemental hits and supplemental um, base running. If if he can put that in. So he just, going to put in some a jack of all trades effort and I think that'll be enough for the Yankees to get the enough value out of them to be very useful and very uh, unfortunate for the Jays when we go back to face them so we'll see we'll see how that goes now we're down in Texas where it's 90 degrees oh yeehaw starting pitcher just uh, threw some 90 pitches cause uh it's so hot it's trying to fly away baby Jays are just too smart they're too smart at the plate I don't even know that was a little bit of the Rangers broadcast as they were trying to comprehend and trying to describe to their fans what happened in the f- first bit and probably most of this game. First and second innings especially. This was not good for the Rangers as Guerrero singled and then eventually came around to score thanks to Simeon, thanks to Biggio getting big homers. More for agents come for maple-laden pastures. It wasn't good for him. And then when he got out, and then when the new guy got in, his name was Cody, he started just plunking guys, plunked Vladdy, um, plunked a few other guys. They plunked three guys in total before they eventually left. It wasn't even like a full inning, and I was like, I guess this guy was watching the 2016 and 2015 old highlights, man, because they were they were out for vengeance, some of those guys. All right, moving on from controversy to consistency, here is the Toronto Maple Leaf section. Well, I haven't said that about the Leafs. Anyway, um... This first game against Calgary Flames uh, was definitely important because we needed to make sure we continued our uh, Edmonton winning streak because that was definitely important. And they did with a 4-2 win. And if you didn't see it, 
because it was too late like I did. Here is the stuff you got to know. Galchenyuk finally got a goal. All the work and all of the belief he had in himself finally paid off. Oh, Morgan Riley, 555th game. Fifth pick, remember? It was great. Anyway, so he gets the first he gets the first one for Toronto, and then Galich got the second one. And then all of a sudden, the Flames just get two real quick, and I'm like, well, what the heck? What the heck happened? Um, so... Moving on to this, the third period, um, the Flames and the Leafs are in a really tense battle at 2-2, and then William Nylander slides one and puts the Leafs up one. My favorite man, Big Willie Styles. Bang. I wish you could see this. I'm doing finger guns. Bang, bang. Then Austin Matthews is the next one and wins the game as he rips the puck away from Matthew to Chuck and then fires it home. Let's go. All right, so the last Calgary game, the second one, and I know this one a little bit better because it was a little bit more recent. So to start the game, I was just getting my snacks and drinks and all that, and then as soon as I sat down, I was like, oh, my goodness, what a save by Campbell. Oh, my, how did he keep it out of the net? Whoa. Uh, you know, I was like, oh, where's my defibrillator? Because that's the only thing I don't, didn't see. Do I got that? And I was like, oh, yeah, I needed it after Joachim Nordstrom from 2019 series because he was on the ice and almost got a goal. Uh, Oh yeah, I still have my my bag from that series because I used needed it on my head. Least fan. Anyway, um, thankfully the rest of the period wasn't that stressful. Uh, it was zero zero for the rest of it. Thank goodness. As soon as the second period starts, another slow start. But then the good team scores first. Two, fave Leafs. Jason Spezza, Austin Matthews, unbelievable. Let's go. But then of course Lucic just comes in, slew foots Brody. Didn't like that, and then. Majapani scores. Yay. And then a weird one ties up the game. It was a defensive zone draw that got tied up, and then Backlund just kind of bam, shot it in. I don't know. But no problem because Wayno Wayne Simmons makes it 3-2 Leafs. I love it. From his knees, and he bats it in. It was such a good goal. Anyway, so another one from Backlund, 3-3. Austin again, and mercifully, this power play. 0 for 28 before this one it was unbelievable honestly i didn't even think it would happen i i even think that less than 10 is reasonable like book it right now i don't if anyone thinks they're gonna get more than 10 message me instagram i'll, I'll let you know at the end and johnny toronto gets his first in a few games making it 5-3 who else wants to score mitch morgan alex's either one but no it's all good 5-3 is the one that was the score that wins it and the last road trip to Alberta, all wins. It's never happened since I started watching the team. Unbelievable. Oh, speaking of first, this 2021 Maple Leafs team, for the first time in franchise history, has 55 points in under 40 games. First time it's ever happened. 55 points. So tank season in 15-16 was definitely worth it. Last uh, Leafs game I'm going to cover in this podcast is the Leafs versus Habs on April 7th, 21. It was originally built as high-end skill versus defense, and it's definitely started out that way as Austin Matthews got his first in the first minute, and then Corey Perry gets one in the first minute. Brody then followed, and then Hyman to make it 3-1 for Toronto, but then Perry gets one for Montreal. Hyman blocks a couple shots at the end to just get Toronto the 3-2 win, and Jack Campbell has the best starting run in franchise history, beating Felix the Cat pretty impressive win and even if the willy situation gets a little bit more complicated we'll be in a good spot take notes raptors look at the tapes 
For this Raptors section, I'm going to quickly first talk about the uh, national championship game. Congratulations to Stanford on the women's side, but also to, Gen- uh, sorry, I was voting for Gonzaga. Baylor Bears for the first time in school history. Congratulations. Um, the national champions. So even though you can't celebrate with your actual friends and all that, enjoy it. It's great. Anyway, so for the Raptors, the only thing that really needs to be talked about from the last game, which was against, oh man, I don't even, I don't even know. But anyway, it was against the Wizards. Um, but that's only, I know that because uh, Russell Westbrook uh, missed the last what seven shots or something like that in order to for the Raptors to get back in it and eventually set up the last shot, which was Gary Trent Jr. already making a mark after we traded him for Norm. Oh my goodness, that three just. Oof. It looked like it looked like Jalen Suggs almost like it like it was similar situation, right? No time on the clock. You need to get up a shot, and they and the Raptors won, which was not good for our lottery odds. But honestly, I want Gary Trent to take those shots and to think that he can because if he's a shooting guard and Fred can be the point guard and OG could be the small forward and Pascal can be the power forward. Whoa! All we need to draft is a center, and you know keep making sure to fill from within and we'll be all right. 